Hello everyone, it's Christian. And it's Franklin. It's a pleasure to have you guys here once again. Uh, we just concluded part one of this series. And uh, before we you know, get into the main thing, let's um, say prayer. Frank, you mind leading us in a prayer? Um, Father God, we thank you for this day. We thank you for this hour. We thank you for whatever will be said today, O oh Lord. We pray that you teach us as we speak and we speak as you have directed us in Jesus' name. It won't be out of our own knowledge, but what you have taught us in Jesus' name. And if there is any part of us, which obviously is going to be pride, Father, we submit ourselves to you this moment, and we ask that you teach us still in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you, Lord. In your gracious name we pray. Amen. 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 Uh, so, yeah, we're just going to do a quick um, recap of what we did in the previous episode. Um we basically talked about the fact that um, speaking in tongues is not the um, sorry is not the only new gift to come into existence after Christ ascended into heaven. That there were actually that there is no way for us to determine that it's the only new gift. Not just only that, but that there is actually there. I'm sorry, there are actually other gifts that came into existence after Christ ascended. So speaking in tongues is not the only new gift to come into existence, and um, we went through that by going through uh, by first uh, talking about the fact that all gifts come from God and it's a display of God's majesty and power. Yeah. And that being said, we all know that God is God has unlimited power, and so basically there is no end to these gifts because God can give us any kind of gift He wants to give us. Uh, so that was one way we first went about it the other way was uh, to talk about the fact that there are gifts in the old testament that don't exist in the new testament and there are also gifts in the new testament that don't exist in the old testament so there isn't a that being um so that proves that there isn't a way for us to determine what's new and what's old not to mention um to not like put it to um like complete the entire stuff we now pointed out the fact that there is also the gift of the gift of interpretation which came exactly the same time that the gift of speaking in tongues came yeah, into existence. Yeah, so, so which means it should be it should be with the Yeah. So, yeah. I don't know if it's but the new we, we, gift. At the end of the day, there isn't a list of spiritual gifts that exists. We don't have a list. The Bible mentions some of them. The Bible doesn't mention all of them. And we clearly dress addressed that point in the previous episode. So yeah, like you can always go back and listen to it again. So, but this in this episode, we're going to be addressing the um, the concept that speaking in tongues is a heavenly language, or it's some it's some kind of encoded language between you and God, some form of heavenly language, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like that's that's what we'll be addressing in this episode. It might be quite short. I mean, it might be a long shot. Anyways, <laughs> we shall talk about it. Mm-hmm. 1st Corinthians 14. I don't know what verse. But I know it's in 1st Corinthians 14. And they would say, um, let me pull it out. Yeah, where it says, um, uh, I think it's, yeah, verse 2. Verse 2. I will explain, sorry, this is 1st Corinthians 14, verse 2. I will explain why those who have the gift of speaking in a different language are not speaking to people. They are speaking to God. No one understands them. They are speaking secret things from the Spirit. Uh, this is ERV, by the way. 
so basically, they use this verse to support the idea that when you're speaking in tongues, mm. no one understands what you're saying, including <laughs> the angels and the devil. I'm sorry, and the, and the demons. Yeah. So except they, for God, no yeah, one. So basically, one of the things they say is the devil doesn't understand. Mm-hmm. Like they use that as like the, the main route, part yeah. of rather the main route. Some people would even use that as the main route. That there's no way you're speaking tongues, so that the devil doesn't understand what you're saying. Yeah. But I mean, the last time I checked, the devil. No, 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 no. Let's not, let's not, let's not spill the beans yet. There's, there's still more. There's still more to the uh, okay. idea okay. and the belief where they now go about saying things like um, speaking in tongues. There's diverse tongues. And then there's ministrational tongues. I, I mean, how do how do they say it? But I know, as, I know the but I want to address specifically the concept of um, diverse tongues, which is closely related to this. The, so the okay idea um, of um, I also want to quote a scripture regarding mm, it, mm. which is closely related to this idea of mm. when you're speaking in tongues, you're only speaking to God. Yeah. The verse they used to also support that is the previous chapter, that's First um, Corinthians thirteen verse um one where it says i may speak in different languages whether human or even of angels but if i don't have love i am only a noise a noisy bell or a ringing cymbal yeah that's that's what it says so you want to say something yeah yeah what, what, what was it I think what I wanted to say regarding that was, yeah, diversity of tongues is, um, like if I say it now, it might breach into what you're, what you're going to say along the way. Okay. So, but the, I don't know if I should say it. I should just, okay. Yeah, no, okay, keep going then. I'll interject when I know it's right. Okay. So basically, these are the two verses that supports the idea of diverse tongues. And the um, concept of that speaking in tongues is a heavenly language. It's an encoded way of speaking, and that only God knows what you're saying. No one else can understand what you're saying. Only God understands what you're saying. Um, now we're, we're going to address this thing. Uh, I think we should first we should start first with the First um, Corinthians thirteen verse one. Let's start first with that one. Um, Paul just, in the previous chapter before this, Paul spoke about um, the different spiritual gifts and how these gifts are, ben- how, how these gifts are beneficial to the body and how you know we should live as one body, basically understanding that if one part is exalted, all the parts are exalted. If one part is dishonored, all the, all the other parts are dishonored. Then he now comes here and says, I will show you guys something that's even better, which is uh, at the end of... V- chapter 12 uh, he says but now at the end of chapter 12 t- 31 but now i want to point out a way of life that is even greater after talking about gifts and everything he's mm. not saying that i want to point out a way of life that is greater this is this is quite interesting because if you really think about it we as human beings um we we tend to how would I put this? We tend to think that people who can do things that are not normal are great people. Oh, 
you well, get. It, it, well, I, I believe it depends on what that normal. Yeah, like yeah. On they the can't scale, do if things it's... that normal people can do, they can do it way better. Yeah. Or they yeah. can even do things that no one else can even do. Mm. You get. Mm. We tend to think, oh, this person is great. This yeah. person is, yeah. you know, there. Mm. Something like that. But then Paul says, but now I want to point out a way of life that is even greater. Mm. A way of life that is even greater than the idea of this if someone can do something yeah. that is not normal, mm. they are greater. You mm. get. And obviously, spiritual gifts can carry that sense of greatness. Yeah. We human beings can make that mistake to think, oh, because this person has this gift, yeah. they are great. You get. And, that, and, and that's why Paul, in, then in, in chapter 13, he now goes to say, I may speak in different languages, whether human or even of angels, mm, mm. but if I don't have love, I am, I am only a noisy bell or a ringing cymbal. I may have the gift of prophecy. I may understand all secrets and know everything there is to know. I may have faith so great that I can move mountains, but even with all this, even with all this, and the, the, the funniest thing is, some of this, no, I don't even think some, everything he mentioned here actually have a connection to the gifts he mentioned in, to all the gifts that he mentioned in, mm. first, in chapter 12. Oh, yeah, 12. yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Exactly. Uh, yeah. And that goes, uh, if I, um, but even, even with all this, mm-hmm. if I don't have love, I am nothing. I may give away everything I have to help others. I may even give my body to, as an offering to be burned, but I gain nothing by doing all this if I don't have love. Now, the, um, the main problem is this. People capitalize on this one verse, the first verse, where it says, if I may speak in different languages. Bro, that's, that's, where, that's where the whole thing gets Whether human or even, or of angels. So, that, that's, sorry, but like, that's where it gets me upset, honestly. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I'm sorry that I have to like, go, in, go in. Because we are missing the main thing mm-hmm. that Jesus actually said when he said, so I give you a new command. The time when he was speaking to his disciples, where he was saying, love each other. So we we miss the 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 important mm-hmm. of the importance rather of that verse yeah. of that passage yeah and we're not so focused on I'm speaking to angels and I have angelic tongues yeah I mm-hmm. can speak in different languages fam like it's a good thing congratulations like kudos to you thumbs up fam but you know that if you can if you if you don't have love you're basically useless. Like you are nothing. Mm-hmm. So no matter how much you sweat and you think you can enter the realm, you're just entering those realms for nothing. There's no credit. You're just useless to the kingdom if you do not have love. love. Yeah. So you can't just take the first passage. and be pr- I mean, it's a good thing. You're, you're proud of yourself. Congratulations. You're contributing to the kingdom. Hopefully. Because if you don't have love, you're nothing. Yeah. yeah. That's... But the funniest thing is this: Paul wasn't even saying that it is possible to speak in the in the, in the tongues bro, of angels. Bro, he, that, that was that was like a metaphor exactly there. But he wasn't even saying that because he says, "I may." Or let me even use other versions. 
uh, NIV says, if I speak. Um, ESV says, if I. NLT says, if. Basically, all of them are just saying, if, if, if. Mm-hmm. He isn't saying, I can do this. He's saying, if I can do this, but yet I don't have love. Mm-hmm. I am nothing. Mm. And now, people might be like, ah, he's saying if, he's telling us what's the, um, the, what's the, uh, what's what that possible? Yeah, what's possible, yeah, what's ahead, yeah, yeah, what other levels we can reach. Here now comes a problem with that thinking. When we now get to verse 2, where it says, I may have the gift of prophecy. I may understand all secrets. Mm. I may understand mm. all secrets. Which obviously we can't understand N- all secrets. Know, know everything there is to know. <laughs> yeah. So that, that's like... Okay. The, the, the problem now is this. We are willing to take the beginning part later yeah, to, to but we obviously we can't take this last part later absolutely we won't take it later okay, because it's it, it's not fitting into our narrative mm-hmm. which is problematic which i'm like it's, it's not it's not connecting i mean if you're going to take this literal then you better take every other thing literal because he's also saying it he uses the same word i may it's the same word he used here mm-hmm. i may speak in different languages i may have the gift of prophecy. Mm. I may understand all secrets and know everything there is to know. Yeah, but you know, we I, all know. You know, you, I think the, I think people would, people would disagree with you. Remember one of those um, tweets we saw mm-hmm. that you showed me where it says the lady, the lady said um, the Holy Spirit should teach you all things. Mm-hmm. So that that would be those kind of people that will tell you now, what Paul people. was saying. Obviously, what they're much saying is wrong. So, like, if you're going to know all this, then please tell me when Jesus is coming back because like, that's just that's just the only thing I don't need to go for. It's so, yeah. it's, it's just I don't even know how to put it. We're not willing, like, we're not willing to take. I'm sorry, they are not willing to take everything literal. Yeah. They're willing to take those parts that they that suits the narrative. Those are the parts that they are willing to take literal. Mm-hmm. And now there's even a problem with this thing. Which, if you say that, oh, okay, diverse tongues is that you are talking to the lamb, that diverse tongues is that you are, you are, you are, I mean, you are speaking in the language of angels or something like that. The, um, the, the, the problem with that is the devil mm. was obviously once an angel. He's just yeah. a fallen angel. Yeah. So if you say that diverse tongues basically is the ability to speak in, non-human language mm. then don't you think the devil understands what you're saying uh, bro like <laughs> even from the start i was like <laughs> then, then don't you what, what the makes you think the devil can't understand what you're saying or, or don't you think the devil understands what you're saying so basically if you believe that this supports this particular verse mm. supports the idea this um first corinthians 13 mm. verse one supports the idea of diverse tongues mm. then you can't believe that um, second, sorry, First Corinthians fourteen verse two mm. also supports the idea that when we're speaking in tongues, we're only talking to God. Mm-hmm. Do you get? So it's either you believe this or mm. you believe that. You can't believe yeah. both of them because this one is basically contradicting that one. But if you speak in the language of, if you're speaking in the tongues of angels, mm-hmm. then obviously the devil understands what you're saying. Yeah. So you're, you're not only speaking to God per se. 
according to their definition of speaking to God. Speaking only. to God. Yeah. Angelic. So, yeah, exactly. Because it's now angelic. it's an angelic language. It's Ca- not... Because when, when the devil was cast out... Mm-hmm. Okay, the, the follow-up argument would be, I mean, when the devil was cast out, things were changed. Like, there are things he wasn't filled in. Now, hold on, hold on, hold on. If things were changed, yeah, mm-hmm. how, how can he still enter the presence of God the to of accuse Job. the brethren? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because, like, how can he still do that if things were changed? Let's see. Because if things were changed in the kingdom, that means locks and keys obviously were changed. So he shouldn't be able to enter the presence of God to be able to talk to God. him about Job and, and people and, and as, as well. So basically, you still are not hiding anything from him. True. But then the thing is, is, the idea of that things were changed is how do you know? Boom. You have you have no way to prove that you, that things were changed. You're not in heaven. None of us is in heaven. First, assume we are basically assuming things were changed. <laughs> Languages were changed, obviously. <laughs> we are assuming there is no evidence to prove that things were changed. There is no biblical evidence whatsoever to prove that things were actually changed. Then, uh, so basically, this First Corinthians thirteen is just is flawed. And it cannot be used to no, basically. No. So you mean let's we have to record. No, no, no. I mean, I mean flawed yeah. in the sense that the, it can, the, the interpretation, some of the interpretation. And then now you know what I mean, obviously. Not to <laughs> me, please. Hey guys, so uh, we had some technical difficulties right there. Um, but anyways, we're back. So yeah, as I was saying, the um, diverse tongues teaching that surrounds this particular verse, First um, Corinthians thirteen, verse one is flawed because it's actually not choosing to understand the verse in line in context with other verses that follow it showing that paul wasn't even trying to tell people that oh it's possible to speak in the tongues of angels rather paul was just um what's the english word uh by exaggerating kind of i mean there's a word for it i forgot what the english word is basically it was also by exaggerating saying that even if you can do these things and you don't have love then you haven't you haven't achieved anything great even if people think you are you are able to achieve something great by doing these things you haven't achieved anything great that was what paul was if actually you trying to drive home that love, love is the main thing paul wasn't trying to teach us that oh we can know all things or we can know all secrets or uh, uh i don't know we the can, fact uh, that nobody's even touching the love part god said <laughs> Or that we can move mountains or... Yeah, basically, he, he wasn't... Or even burn ourselves alive as offerings. He wasn't, he wasn't saying that we should or we can do these things. No, he wasn't saying that. He was just saying that even if, if you can do these things... Let's just say you can do these things. Even if you can and you don't have love, man, all this is basically worthless. It's useless. It's meaningless, basically. Yeah. So now let's move on to the next verse which is the um uh first corinthians chapter 14 verse 2 the uh i will explain why sorry this was paul speaking i will explain why those who have the gift of speaking in a different language are not speaking to people they are speaking to god no one understands them they are speaking secret things from the spirit now this People try to use this to um, basically push the idea that when you're speaking in tongues, it's only between you and God. The devil doesn't understand, so the devil is confused. <laughs> and um, 
the question is does the devil need to be confused does god need to confuse the devil i mean it, it's it's one thing if i want to talk to god privately mm. that means oh i want to speak to god about this i don't want anyone else to know what i'm talking to god about that's mm. a different you know thing altogether i can go to a quiet place mm. just me you know speaking to god but the fact that we I mean, because obviously, when you ask us, what's what's the need? Like, what's the usefulness of you know being able to talk to God and only God understands what you're saying? Because I mean, I mean, the reason why we have to ask this question is we know God doesn't do things that are you know useless or meaningless. Yeah. He doesn't just do things for fun. Mm. If he if he if he's doing this, that means there's a good reason why this has to be done. Yeah. Right. And so then now comes the next question. Like I said, why would God need to speak to us or listen to us through a coded? Because after all, <laughs> it's not as if he's speaking back to us mm. in the coded language. Rather, we are the ones speaking to him in a coded language. I mean, people say that, okay, I'm, they're not going to say that, oh, that way the devil doesn't understand what we're saying. Mm. But then when we look at scripture, we see that there's nowhere in scripture where like the devil had to be confused yeah. for God to achieve what he wanted to achieve. In short, the only parts where any the only, the only kind of people who ever needed to be confused were human beings. Those are the only people that got confused, you get. So that they wouldn't take for instance this, uh, the Tower of Babel. Yeah, that one. He, he he changed their languages so they will be confused. So be basically, God knows everything. I it's not even confusing. Confusion is a thing that God does towards human beings, not even towards angels or demons. Because nowhere in Scripture do we ever see God having to confuse um, a spiritual being. There's nowhere in Scripture where that is recorded. Now, some people might be like, "No, there's the story of Daniel." Yes, um, where Daniel um, prayed, where 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 the devil intercepted. <laughs> let's use the word intercepted. Mm. Where, de- where the devil intercepted Daniel's prayer, but that's the thing: the devil didn't actually intercept Daniel's prayer. Let's 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 go and find that first. Mm. Uh, I think it's where's it? Where is it? Um, it should be. Wait, there's a there's the book of Daniel, right? <laughs> let me not, let me not be imagining things. Like the last time I, I imagined the book of Exic- um, the book of Elijah was it? <laughs> Wait, uh, is it in the book of Daniel? Ah, I don't know where it is. Oh gosh, uh, Frank, just quick, just Google it out. Uh, I, I know what it says. Basically, Daniel had a vision, and he didn't understand what the vision was all about. So he prayed to God that God should give him an answer to give him a, a, an under, to give him the understanding of the vision God should please explain it to him what the vision meant but um, the answer didn't come on time I, you, I think it took 21 days yeah it took 21 days for the answer to actually come it was an angel that brought the answer to Daniel and then the angel told Daniel that it wasn't that heaven did not hear his prayers heaven heard his prayers but the devil fought was the one that was um, fighting against the angel i mean that particular angel who was supposed to bring the um the explanation to daniel 
So oh. I found it. Right, uh, right. It says in Daniel ten thirteen, okay. the prince of the kingdom of Persia prevented mm-hmm. me from coming for twenty one days. Yeah, on point. Yeah. So basically, it wasn't that the devil intercepted Daniel's prayer because the Daniel's prayer was received in heaven. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, like when he prayed. God heard his prayer. It was the it was the answer. It was the answer that mm. was delayed. Mm. And if we look at it carefully, mm. I don't um when we compare other things that happened to Daniel. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that when it came to um explaining the um the dreams, whatever revelation I had. Yeah. When it comes to explaining and understanding what it means. Mm. This was, I think, this this is this was most likely the first time an angel was involved. Oh. Usually, it was the spirit of God. Oh, just like Joseph, when um, Pharaoh told him his dreams. If you read the story of Daniel, um, Nebuchadnezzar told Daniel his dream, and Daniel prayed about it. Then God gave him a revelation. It is most likely the spirit of God, and not an angel. This time, it was an angel. Why? I don't know. I mean, nobody can understand why God decided to use an angel to tell Jan, um, to tell Daniel the um, meaning of this dream. Mm. And then, then again, the angel actually went out. He was fighting against the devil, and the devil. I'm so sorry. The angel did not say, "Oh, okay," but because Daniel kept on praying, I'm waiting for God to, you know, to send him the answer yeah. to the this thing. And the angel did not say, "Oh, your prayers." made it possible for me to fight the devil yeah because somebody might be like okay the devil did not intercept daniel's prayers but god heard his prayers mm. but didn't the devil delay the answer yeah and they would not be like eh, if daniel had prayed mm. or something like that then he's um i don't know how, how to put it the angel would have won <laughs> His prayer would have caused the angel to win the devil, to win over the devil. You get to defeat the devil on time, and come and deliver the answer on time. <laughs> His prayer is extra juice. <laughs> is it? His prayer is extra extra juice. Uh, it's exactly like empowerment to empower mm-hmm. the, the angel, but like there is no such thing written there. For just so we are sure, let's read it. But the prince of Persia has been. Wait, hold on. Then the man in the in, in the vision started talking again. He said, Daniel, do not be afraid. From from the very day you decided to get wisdom and to be humble in front of God, he has been listening to your prayers. From the first day. Skibam. Skadoosh. <laughs> oh skadoosh. The first day he has been listening to your prayers. No interception, no bad network. <laughs> I came to you because you have been praying. But the prince of Persia has been fighting against me for 21 days. Then Mitchell, one of the most important princes, came to help me because I was stuck there with the king of Persia. Now I have come to you, Daniel, to explain to you what will happen to your people in the future. The vision is about a time in the future. Well, now that then he goes on to explain the vision and stuff. But basically, he doesn't say anything like, the, he doesn't give the idea that the answer could have come quicker if Daniel had prayed better you get because mm. some people will be like people have that idea that delayed prayers is, is, is a result is, is our fault 
or rather the concept of a delayed uh, um, answer to a prayer mm-hmm. is is they blame it on us rather than saying there is actually no delay do you get that yeah the, the, there's actually a part this is on this is on schedule <laughs> you get this is literally on schedule it will come when it is meant to come. There mm. is no such thing as oh, it has been delayed because I don't know you didn't have enough faith. Yeah, you didn't you, fast well. You didn't pray. Yeah, you, you didn't fast, fast. You didn't pray enough. You did not. You know. You did not. Um, um, you didn't. <laughs> I like this phrase. You didn't wrestle with God. <laughs> like you, you didn't wrestle Jake, with God. Jake, was it Jacob, Israel? Yeah, yeah it was. Uh, it was rest, Jacob. Wrestled with God. It was so. Jacob that, that wrestled with God. By the way, he actually lost. <laughs> He lost the match and he got his hips dislocated. <laughs> Don't go thinking you can win the wrestling with God, Maji. <laughs> it might be more than your leg this time. <laughs> Anyways, point here is, you know, they, they want to see that, no, God is too good, you know, to, to cause or to allow a delay. That if God is going to allow it, he's allowing it because he's being gracious towards you, but it's your fault. <laughs> oh, let me see if I can find this verse. Keep, keep speaking. You get, but, but it's your fault. But then that's not what happened here. Daniel's prayer was heard. God heard his prayers. And obviously, Daniel was not speaking in tongues. <laughs> Daniel was speaking in human language. In, he, in the language of that time, whatever, whatever that language was, he was speaking in that language. And God heard his prayers. The answer was not delayed. The answer was not delayed. It was on schedule. Is that simple? The answer was not delayed because Daniel did not even know what, what was going on, and so there was no way for him to pray to not cause Michael to not go and fight. <laughs> there was no way for him to pray because he didn't even know what, what was going on. So the uh, the answer to his prayer was on time. God's plans will not be delayed, not even by the devil. So, anyways. <laughs> That um, addresses the concept of that. Um, we don't need to confuse the devil. Absolutely, we don't need to confuse. We, we the devil don't need to confuse the devil. For because the, the even if he knows, mm. he can't change. He can't stop it. He can't. He, you get. He basically can't stop or change. Because it's going to it's happen. to to me like the another understanding is actually coming to me because it's making me feel like it is speaking in tongues that answers your prayer. Yeah. Then where does Jesus come in? Like, yeah. what's the point of us praying in the name of the Son? As in, <laughs> like all these things. Yeah, to be honest, if we look deep into all these things, they feel like, to me, they feel like idolatry because we begin to it, it sub, subconscious. No, we by the grace. No, of God. I didn't say we. I said it. Yeah, is. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm like clarifying oh. my we. <laughs> okay. Start worshiping these unnecessary things. Like, where does Jesus come into this, into this case? The lion of the tribe of Judah, the one who speaks and like his words are like swords and stuff. So where does he come in? Uh-huh. Right? Because how can you hide? How can you <laughs> send an encrypted code to the devil that won't understand? When he goes to the presence of God to speak, it's 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 so deep and has gone so deep in some certain say, churches. Well, it is true that the devil came into God's presence because God allowed him to come, but nonetheless, it doesn't like how it happens. It's, just speaking in tongues um, doesn't um, push the idea that. 
um, the devil cannot understand what you're saying. Mm. So I basically have one question for, mm-hmm. um, you know, the, the whole in tongues. Mm-hmm. Even though I speak in tongues as well, but my question to them who have like laid so much emphasis and so-called power mm-hmm. upon it, why haven't, why haven't they solved mm-hmm. the number one problem, the number one church problem? Why haven't you used that ability to send encrypted code to God to solve or ask God the uh, number one way to fix the church? You can't blame them now. Because it doesn't make any sense if you have so no. much power. No, no, no. It's, you can't blame them because it's simple. <laughs> I'm, I'm actually being sarcastic here. Yeah, I get you. I, 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 get I still you. want to still say it. Mm. You can't blame them because they don't understand what they're saying. <laughs> 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 they themselves, they don't even know what they're saying. So, like, no. you get... So, <laughs> they, can't, they can't send... Like, it, it doesn't make any sense. Because see what the Bible says here. They are speaking secret things through the Spirit. Mm. Or I, I think there was there's one verse that says from the Spirit. Yeah, I think there's oh, one version. Uh, sorry, I mean I mean version. Um, mysteries by the Spirit. Mm. Okay. Um, anyways, we shall know that there are mysteries from the Holy Spirit that this person is speaking. Mm-hmm. And no one else understands it not even him himself understands what he's saying so it's like god is giving you mysteries and then he's collecting it back in I mean, <laughs> why would i give you something encrypted collect it back encrypted <laughs> it doesn't make any sense and so it it shows us that when paul says we are speaking to god mm-hmm. it's the fact that only God in that setting, mm. in that environment, understands what we are saying. That's why Paul says, um, those who have the gift of speaking in tongues, or sorry, of speaking in a different language, mm. are not speaking to people. Mm-hmm. They are speaking to God. Except the language they are speaking at that moment is the mm. language that people there understand. Mm. That's why you're not going to interpreting what they yeah, say. Yeah, yeah, interpretation of tongues. Or some might just, you know, have the gift of interpretation. Of, of, of interpretation. Yeah. You get. Yeah, and, and it's still annoying again. You're not even giving, you're not even, like, acknowledging the gift of interpretation. Ah, oh, that one is... Like, you speak, <laughs> you speak in tongues so well. Okay, congratulations. But what about the, 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 the number the two? Not even, I, I don't even think interpretation is a number two. Mm-hmm. I think it's a it's a number one as well, like mm-hmm. a so-called. If since let's just say speaking in tongues is a number one, mm-hmm. interpretation is a number one as well. Obviously, because Paul made a reference that what is the point? Because it is meant to benefit the church. So if you lay that. so much emphasis on speaking in tongues, you should mm-hmm. lay that same emphasis on interpreting it. If you are going to place it at number one, uh-huh. place interpretation as number one as well. Yeah. So last, last, speaking in tongues is not number one. <laughs> so uh, I think this 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 uh, this episode has gone long enough. Yeah. Uh, so we just we just bring it to an end here, which is basically the entire idea of that you're speaking to God because, I mean, when you're speaking in tongues and no one understands what you're saying, it's not because um, you are speaking in a heavenly language. It's just because. 
people don't understand that particular language. And which is actually something that's actually um, seriously debated whether, mm-hmm. you know, um, the idea of diverse tongues speaking in angel tongues, that's why, you know, we addressed it mm-hmm. as well. So um, let, me, let me explain that diverse, diversity of tongues. Um, hopefully, there's a bit of understanding from what we've said so far. Diversity of songs is um, I know this is going to offend a lot of people because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Ah, I'm, pretty, I'm pretty sure this is going, it's going to be worse. Diversity of song is this. Today, you might be speaking French. The next day, you're speaking Spanish. That is diversity of songs. That is what it means. The difference, the different language. The different language. You're not, not that, like you're not. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Apologies for laughing. This is a, this is actually a serious matter. You're speaking a certain language today, and speaking another language yeah. tomorrow. Or they might, the the reason why it's separately mentioned is yeah. the ability to speak another language is also something held like in a different point, because. When, when you're speaking in tongues, you're like, you know, mm-hmm. you have one language that you're speaking. Mm-hmm. Then the, the, the sub part of diversity of tongues is now, you now have the privilege, I would say, because it's a gift, to speak in another tongues. In another tongue, rather. And that's why you hear people, um, if you really pay attention to people that speak in tongues and you, you know, give it the right understanding, like not, go, not place it above anything, subdue yourself like humble yourself under that gift you realize that you speak a particular language today mm-hmm. and tomorrow your tongue is changing yeah. if you pay so much attention to that you understand that no i've been given i've been blessed with another privilege. ability a privilege to speak in another language you're not speaking heavenly language let me just say it what it is you're speaking earthly language but the difference is you're not speaking it in that region where you are. That was why I don't know if you guys, if, if I don't know if they, they saw this testimony of a white man speaking Yoruba. Oh, I, I think I've heard something about that. He was speaking Yoruba clearly. But they, they say that's ministrational tongues, <laughs> classifications. <laughs> classifications is tiring. But anyways, we have already yeah. spoken enough. Yeah. We have cleared out the fact that there is no such thing as angelic tongues. And we have also cleared out the fact that you don't seem to speak to God in an encoded language because there is basically don't need to. zero use for it. You and don't God, need to. God is not a God of, I mean, redundance. Or He's not even a God of confusion. God start to apply confusion. I wouldn't say confusion. Like, he doesn't do things for that, that is meaningless. Mm. He doesn't have time for that. He won't do it. So, he can't, you know, make it possible for us to speak to him in a, in a coded language that has no use whatsoever. Like... Not even to us or to him. Bro. Because <laughs> so, no, by ourselves, by ourselves, we can't even... There's not... No matter the gift you are, you can't even come to God's presence by yourself. Mm-hmm. Jesus is there. Mm-hmm. It's meant to be there. So your, your, your encrypted words can't... It's not paving the way for you, Maji. It's not paving the way for you. So, uh, yeah, we'll bring this episode to an end. All right, guys. See you in the next one. Peace. Peace.